Mm-hmm. I believe mentors are out there ready to say yes. Most of the time we are willing to say yes and bring you in the fold. Um, I, I know that in my own journey, I was afraid to ask. <laughs> and so I would just kind of play around with it or I send an email. I really enjoyed your presentation and I wouldn't ask. And it wasn't until I started asking that I got a follow on yes. Here's what this woman, Jakara, says, this is what her why is. We asked her the question, tell us your why. And she said, as a team mom, I learned lessons the hard way. However, I believe we can learn through mistakes and mentors um, or mistakes or mentors. Through mentorship and coaching, I've helped working professional mothers advance in their careers and build a thriving home life. I share the lows and the highs of my own success journey, including fighting the stigma of being a teen mom, working through the challenges of a blended family, achieving career success by ascending to upper level leadership in Fortune 500 company, all while doing the inner work of becoming the best version of myself. Representation (laughs) matters in the business world. I'm passionate about preparing women black and brown women with the mindset and the skills to live authentically. So mentorship, I think there's self-mentorship that goes along with this, but there's mentorship uh, that you say is a vital part of leadership. So what are some of the mistakes that you've made along the way? And how do you teach now folks to not make those same mistakes, especially around mentorship? How can people seek mentorship? How, how do they, you get good at seeking mentorship? Uh, awesome question. I think mentorship is one of those shadow areas. We hear it, and maybe you maybe have never heard it. And when you're moving up in the company, you may not have heard you need a mentor. Or you heard it all the time, and you didn't do anything about it. <laughs> or we tried to, and it didn't seem to go right. When we think about mentorship, I think there's this idea that it looks a certain way, that it's I meet with somebody once a month, 30 minutes, and we just tag up for a year, and then that's it. Mentorship to me is so much more, and it really is up to two people to define what that mentorship looks like. And and my definition of mentorship is really being able to align yourself with someone who can help you grow and be a better person whether that's in the business world, outside world, whatever it might be, but whatever you're seeking, they can help pull you up and pull some goodness and potential out of you. So you want to surround yourself with people like that. You find a good mentor, usually in your own spaces. So if you're in a meeting with someone, let's say you're in the corporate space or you're at a conference and someone is speaking and they're speaking directly at you, you're like, oh, what they're saying is hitting me and it's good or I'm getting good knowledge, reach out. I think we're all, we're afraid to reach out to ask for mentorship because we either assume they're too busy, they have too many other mentees, or we just assume they're going to say no, right? You're afraid to ask. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So number one, we got to ask, but we have to understand what mentorship is. We need to understand that it's up as a mentee, it's up to you to reach out. Mentors aren't going to come over and say, hey, I want you, I want you, I want you. You're the one that has to do that first reach. And I also believe the mentee, it's up to you to keep that relationship moving along too. Mm-hmm. I believe mentors are out there ready to say yes. Most of the time we are willing to say yes and bring you in the fold. Um, 
I, I know that in my own journey, I was afraid to ask. <laughs> and so I would just kind of play around with it or I send an email. I really enjoyed your presentation and I wouldn't ask. And it wasn't until I started asking that I got a follow on yes. But then I would fall off. I'm like, I don't know what to say in our next meeting. Uh, I hadn't called them in three weeks or it's been four months and I didn't say anything and I feel bad about it. So I'm just not going to reach out anymore. And I've lost out on those relationships and they would see me in the hall or I would see someone in a conference. Hey, how are you doing? And I would feel bad because again, I yes. didn't keep it up. Yes. So when we find ourselves either, you know, afraid to ask, ask the question. The worst they could say is no. <laughs> then yes. you find someone else and ask. And then second, keep that relationship moving. And even if it's just a tag in or tag up, and ask about them, right? Mm -hmm. You want to make sure that mentee, you're asking about your mentor and how they're doing and keep them abreast of your career because mm -hmm. you don't know where that might lead you. If it's a career, business, whatever your mentorship relationship it is. Yes. And I also like to throw in, I love, love, love the idea of drive-by mentorships. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what this is, and, and I do this a what lot. Looks like. Tell us yes, what it looks like. So we'll have an initial conversation. There's usually some connection we've had, whether it was through um, a meeting or maybe mutual friendship or something connected us. And we've had some conversation around what's next for me and how can I help help you here? And then maybe we don't reach out or don't see each other. I'll just get a random IM email, ping or text. Hey, quick question. And I'm like, go for it. And there's no sit down meeting. There's no meeting we have that's a 30 minute. It's just in those relationships, it's drive by. It's, hey, I need something right quick from you. Or, hey, how are you doing today? I just wanted to drop this, this quote that looked good and I thought that you might you know, touch you or inspire you. So in those instances, it's not formal. It's very informal. Mm -hmm. But And mentorship can be informal as well. So do find it, start it, and then figure out what works for the two of you and then continue to work that and feed that relationship over time. What would you say is the difference between a mentor and a coach? Mm. Good question. So I find that a mentor usually is at a step where you want to be. So if you're in a company and you want to be the vice president, then your vice president, find a vice president that can take you to where or give you advice on how to get to where they are. They're really speaking more from their experience and mm -hmm. helping you to get there. You want to own a company, find a person who owns a similar company and they become your mentor, giving you the ideas on how they got to where they are because that's where you want to be. Yes. A coach is someone who's going to pull something out of you that's already there. Mm -hmm. A coach, if you think about a sports analogy, you're there, they're, they're pushing you through, giving you your own skills back to you, right? I can't do it. Oh, yes, you can. I know you can. This is what I've seen you do. And they're helping you to um, mold you into who you can be so you can take your next step. So I see a mentor as a, they're already there and yes. they're giving you advice to get to where they are. A coach it's pulling something out of you, your own potential and helping to mold you into what you want to be. Love it. Love it. So when you talk about your teaching philosophy, you use the term, the leadership trifecta. What mm -hmm. is that? So we've been talking about it all throughout today. I really, I work in this framework of philosophy of the leadership trifecta. When you take a leadership role in the main three aspects of your life, yourself, your work, and your home, you design success and you can live it out the way you desire it to be. But you have to make decisions along the way. Trifecta, triangle, self yes. is that foundation. Now that triangle can move left or right. And I believe that, you know, we have this idea of work-life balance or integration or harmony, whatever words you might use. And we think of it as this 50-50 scale. It's not. I believe you can do it all but you can't do everything at the yes. same time. Yes. So you decide, 
what's going to be on my plate today? What's going to be on my plate this season? And do it guilt-free. Do it with intention. And don't worry about anybody else's think, thought of what your life should look like. So if in this season, I'm building my career, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> if in this season, I want to build my family, that's what I'm going to do. I can still have both, but I need to put boundaries up and make sure my family is all bought in on what we're moving and doing together. My triangle may not look like yours, but I've made a decision. I've taken a leadership role in my life that I'm going to lead it. And if it is to be, it's up to me. Wonderful. Wonderful. So the idea of balance and not just on a scale, but on that triangle that is so flexible and movable, right? Mm -hmm. And so how does the trifecta relate to that Trinity experience that we talk about in Christendom? Do you even relate it to that at all? Um, I hadn't related to that, but when you point that out, that definitely there's that Trinity and the trifecta that this all in one, right? It's one. It's all, we have three points on the triangle, but it's all one. And so whether, you know, we're focusing on self, home, work, we all have to, we have to look that they're all integrated. They're not separate pieces. You can't separate the triangle. You can't separate the trinity. It's all one. Very good. Very good. Look at you. I like how you put that together, Dr. Joan. Okay. <laughs> so we asked Jakara, what do you feel is the greatest challenge facing Black men and women in your field of work? And she responded, representation in leadership roles, the daily microaggression. So Jakara, talk to us about both of those, maybe the representation first, and then we'll go into microaggression. Yes, awesome. I do believe representation matters. We see it on TV and movies when we can see ourselves, when we see it in politics, when we can see ourselves in, in these areas we believe that it's possible, right? Um, and in corporations, the same thing. When you're working for a company and there's, look at the board of directors or you're looking at the leadership and it's all white men, yeah. you may feel like this is not the company for me or there's no understanding of who I am in this country uh, company because I can't see myself. Yes. Um, so representation matters in that that way so that we can, we have we know that someone's there and can understand our thoughts, our feelings, the way our way of life, right? Um, and also understand those microaggressions that we've had to deal with. And some who've been in maybe companies for 20 or 30 years, they weren't yeah. so micro. <laughs> 20, 30 years ago was kind of outright. 